What's going on, Anchor City? I'm here today with <laughs> with the wife. With the wife. Listen, for any married people watching or sorry listening, do you refer to just your spouse as the husband or the wife? I couldn't contain it. I mean, sometimes it's okay, but I have a name, husband. <laughs> it's funny because we went to the park and. <laughs> And the wind ruined our lives. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, no, it, it was like super windy, and I named the episode Wife's Q&A. <laughs> she yeah. didn't like it, and so that's why I started laughing. What? I have a name. Andres. Okay, Cheyenne. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, context, context. <laughs> That was our um, our little kitten Lily, who's next to us. She's sleeping next to us, and she just put her paw right on the shoulder. It was just, it was just really adorable. We're just adorbs, <laughs> adorbs. Yeah, guys. So today we wanted, to, well, I wanted to dive in into just asking my wife some questions, asking Cheyenne some questions. <laughs> <laughs> you can change it up as long as you go back. All right, all right. And you know, we were just kind of looking at what had happened in this past year like you know june 2017 to july 2017 you know like what has happened um you know in the journey of entrepreneurship in the businesses we've been developing in the new things we've been learning and so you know she comes from a background you know uh, of, of teaching you know she was a teacher for three years plus and you know now she's like doing like digital marketing like full time and so you know, like, I think it'll be really interesting to ask her some questions because a lot of you guys that are also in the journey did not come from a background of marketing or business, you know. So, yeah. Do you want to start with the question I asked you or do you want me to switch it up and then go back to it? Up to you, the interviewer. Okay, okay, no, I'm going to go back to that one. So, my question was... What was the single biggest lesson that you think has allowed you to, you know, go from where you were a year ago to where you are now? And, you know, how did that, how did that happen? Like, you know, share with us. So, before the wind interrupted our episode, <laughs> um, I said that obviously while there was a ton of different things that contributed to that growth, both in myself and in the business. Um, definitely, I think the number one thing for me was finding what was true to me. Right? Finding my truth and finding what was authentic to me in the context of what I was talking about and teaching uh, in our business because it was really difficult for me to feel inspired to learn and to continue through uh, difficult times, especially in the beginning of my transition from teaching. I was an elementary school teacher. I literally went from, you know, teaching kids from grade four to grade eight in a classroom every day to digital marketing. So needless to say, that was a bit of a shock and I didn't know where I fit, where I fit in the business, you know, what I could contribute and how I could now serve a new group of people because obviously as a teacher, I was passionate about serving my kids, you know, like I, would teach them and I found a lot of fulfillment in seeing them learn, understand a concept that taught them and also just being a mentor and almost like a parent figure to some of them even, you know? 
so I think within the business, um, yeah, just finding who it really was I wanted to serve now and what I stood for and what I really had to offer was a big game changer. Because before that, I was, yeah, didn't have a lot of clarity, didn't have a lot of motivation then, didn't have a lot of inspiration, and yeah, just, and just not even knowing how to rest because of that, because I was trying to move towards something that I couldn't even see clearly. Right, clarity. Yeah. Very super important, and I think most often the not entrepreneurs don't know how to clarify their message, and they need to look inside to do that before um, just filling themselves up with more things, trying to fix it. You know, so let's dive in a little bit deeper in this next little segment. So you know, stay tuned with us, guys. Hello. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. So we're talking here with my wife, Shan. <laughs> and excellent, excellent. <laughs> and the Lillian is here too, which is the little fluffy bunny-looking cat. Lily, with the with the two eyes, the different color. <laughs> with the two eyes, yeah. <laughs> it's rare that cats have two eyes. <laughs> yeah. So, first question we asked her was about what her biggest lesson was um, for this last year. And so I want to dive a little bit deeper into that. So how did you realize, or you know, a better question would be, how did you break through that confusion and that lack of clarity? And you, know, you were sharing how you were feeling um, you know, very, just kind of like lost in the whole process you didn't really know where your role was where you fit in the whole business you know going from teaching to um this so you know what was it that you believe will you know gave you the the breakthrough what combination of things <laughs> loaded question hmm. uh, it took quite a while to be honest so i quit my job in December of 2016 and I would dare to say that I probably didn't get I think I really started to gain some clarity in maybe around September October of 2017 so I think the first nine months or so was particularly confusing <laughs> um, but yeah around September I think that's when we we had tried to make a bunch of different schedules that would work for us better because at the time I think we said this in our last um, the last time we got on here that we were talking about last summer how it was extremely uh, busy very hectic we were working like you know 14 hour days so I think in September we finally started to kind of step take a step back a little bit and um, so I just gave myself more time to reflect eventually that led into meditation and then journaling it was really asking myself uh, some really important questions that I just wasn't asking myself before really I mean the biggest one is just what what do I want you know simple question sometimes like, not so easy to answer right because yeah if you don't know what you want especially when you're starting a business like how do you ever expect to 
How do you ever expect to love it and be successful and have an audience who's actually passionate about what you're doing too if you're not even really sure what your message is? So I really had to ask myself some deep questions and really ponder on those. And to be honest, yeah, a lot of them were very different from what we were doing in our business at the time. And we had to be okay with completely pretty much, I don't want to say trashing everything because obviously everything that we learned played its role and it helped us be who we are today and we still have that knowledge but I mean as far as direction in the business we had to be okay with really stopping and starting something really new again which is pretty much what we did just to go on through that right which is what led us into this zen entrepreneur on our holistic journey so yeah I think if I could say like one thing that majorly helped it was asking important questions and a lot of that was during things like meditation and just time to myself alone to really dig deep and see what it was that I loved, how I pictured my life, where I wanted to be in a year, in five years, in ten years. And since the model of our business at the time wasn't setting us up for that, we need to change. Because my whole point of quitting my teaching job was so that I could create the life that I wanted. And if we weren't doing that with our own business, then what the heck was the point? What's the point, right? Yeah, I'm getting clarity on what the heck I wanted. Mm-hmm. Really, what I really wanted out of life. Yeah. And if you guys, <clears throat> you know, have already that part figure out where you know what you want, but now you're like, I don't know how to get there uh, with your own message, I would really recommend you read a book called Brand Story. Um, really, really cool book. You should check it out on Audible. And yep, we'll dive deeper a little bit in the next little portion. So stick with those guys. Take it easy. Hello. <laughs> we're back. We're back. Okay, so the next question I got for you is... Are you ready for this one? I was born ready. Ooh. <laughs> okay, the next question is... With what you know now, what would you have done differently a year ago? to go back in time <clears throat> and write yourself a journal entry for your is this anything is this something tactical mindset anything mm-hmm. anything which obviously I think you will say the most important thing because the mouth speaks out of the abundance of your heart back to what I was saying it was really hard for me to go from teaching into marketing I mean obviously that's difficult for anyone but I think there was a lot of resistance mentally in my mind because I didn't really I wasn't believing myself that I could go from a teacher to a marketer like it felt really weird to say that for a very long time it was like who the heck am I to think that I'm a marketer. Like, who am I to do this? Do you feel weird owner? to yourself or to your friends or family? Like, what, what felt weird about it? To everyone. To everyone. But yeah, it felt weird to say it to someone else because deep down I obviously didn't believe it myself. Mm-hmm. So, 
I guess it would have been to, well, yeah, maybe be easier on myself because it, it wasn't, it wasn't a, an easy task. It wasn't an easy change. Yeah, it wasn't. So to go easier on myself and to be more like compassionate and patient. Yeah. Because I tend to be really hard on myself. I, I, I don't understand something right away. You have like high standards. Yeah, I do, which can be good in some ways, but it can also be very self-defeating. Self-judging. Yeah. Right. So I'm really critical of myself. And yeah, I think just believing in myself more that I can, you know, it takes time. It, it takes time to be able to learn these new skills and to gain confidence. Yeah. Like for me especially, I think for most people, confidence comes from doing. Doing. Right, it comes from seeing some results or some success, some progress. And the beginning, the progress was really slow. Yeah. Right, it was it was a really slow transition. Were you not so doing drastic. that much, or you weren't just sure what to do, or like? Well, again, there was definitely think? a lack yeah. of clarity. I didn't really know necessarily where to get started. I think we both kind of struggled with that at the time. And what was the best use of our time? So yeah, it was like I want to move fast. I want to understand. I want to learn. But I don't really even know how I can do that. You know, I don't know what the best way to go about that was. So it was a very frustrating cycle. So I would have gone easier on myself. And I would have tried to just enjoy it more. I would have embraced mm, embraced the change. Big. Embraced that's the big. change with a more positive mindset. Because I was really, again, because I was being hard on myself, I was really nervous. I was very sensitive to things. I was very critical. And because of that, it was just very negative all around. And it kind of became, like we talked about before, the business just became like a means to an end. It was like, when are we going to get there? Like, when are we going right, to get success? And it's like, okay, listen, you're always going to have different goal points. Once you get to this goal point, there's going to be a next one. So getting there is kind of an illusion. I understand, like, you may have a goal of, like, you know, making $20,000 a month, and that's a great goal. And when you get that, yes, you've achieved that. But you're going to have a next goal, too. So you're still not technically you know, whatever there means. So I would have enjoyed the journey and been easier on myself and just had more fun instead of being so serious and so self-critical all the time. Right. Oh, that's great. That's a fantastic yeah. answer. That was really hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. A lot has changed now. We're taking it a lot lighter and we're doing what you were saying about the one thing. Mm -hmm. One, at least one important thing every day. That way at the end of the day, you can look back and be like, all right, I got this done. I accomplished this and there's no room for self-criticism you did your best for Getting that day you 1% better every day 1% wiser 1% more excited and ready to do this let's do it <laughs> and we're back nice wife <laughs> calls me my name. You're the only one that can call me husband. I call you both, but I actually tend to call you Andres more when I talk about you to other people. Like, me and Andres did this, I'm like, me and my husband, because they know you. Hmm. Especially they know you. Like... Right, but for them that don't know you, do you guys like Cheyenne? Yeah, or just but the, the channel no, okay. is Zen Entrepreneurs. <laughs> <laughs> cool, guys. So, we know we've been talking about kind of reminiscing, reflecting a little bit about the, this past year and some of the things that you know you've been able to to achieve and conquer and break through right so now let's switch it to you know something more positive and you know what are some of the more you know tactical things where you're tangibly seeing more results in 
in, in the marketing and the campaigns we're doing and the products we're selling like you know what are some of the you know if you can point out you know a couple of breakthroughs for of the, this year compared to last year that you've been like wow yeah like we've definitely you know got this part or understood this or right yeah well share with us because i think you know it's not easy coming from just like zero from being like a teacher to now literally be making thousands of dollars creating funnels so i think it's worth yeah, just breaking down a little bit for us. Um, so, well, one of the first softwares that we got when we started you know, doing the business full-time was ClickFunnels. So we've been fiddling around with ClickFunnels for yeah, like well over a year now. Mm -hmm. um, and last summer, we ran our first campaign. So I had created a video, I created a lead magnet about starting your own business and we ran that in Facebook ads. <laughs> and we ended up getting uh, some leads but you know we, we still didn't have the, the long term yeah, the long term game. Yeah, they weren't very good. We definitely weren't selling anything, that's for sure. And uh, I think we got our first sale through funnels online. I'm gonna say around maybe November. October. October. Yeah, around the time, yeah. We'd kinda gotten into some some different products for cats actually. <laughs> and we did some sales. That was, so that was like I think that was like the first really big turnaround where I was like, holy crap, I built I built this funnel, this like pretty short funnel for this little product. And we actually got sales. Yeah, it was like, you know, I did all the copy, I set up the products, I mm -hmm. made the headline, all this stuff, and it was, yeah, like the first realization, like, wow, this actually works. We can mm -hmm. do this. We definitely were not profitable yet, but the fact that we actually got someone to put in their information, get in our email list, and, you know, continue to buy products, like, that was a big turnaround. Which, by the way, guys, if you want to download a free funnel that's already proven to work that we've created, can head over to our page thezenentrepreneurs.com and under free resources you will see one that says money making funnel make sure you, you click on that you grab it make sure you have a click funnel membership if you don't message us we got a really cool bonuses for you if you get it with um yeah with basically our link so make sure you go ahead and do that go on <laughs> um so yeah i think that was like the first really big like aha moment yeah, like wow this is this is doable like we yeah. learn a bit Give more and, hope. yeah exactly um and then actually recently within the past couple months you know i think that's when we finally got our our opt-in rate down we up maybe oh you know i mean down, like we got it down yeah. like we, we up got conversions it down, you know? down. <laughs> we get it down <laughs> yeah i got it got it got it yeah, we actually have an opt-in rate currently for a different uh, lead magnet that I wrote of about 50%, which is pretty freaking amazing. That's the highest we ever had, so that was also... The cold traffic, yeah, by the way. Exactly, just off of Facebook, so yeah. that's really cool, and people are actually opening the email and reading it, so again, like, it's possible. It just takes time. You gotta learn, you know, you gotta yeah. practice and that's true. action. Yep. Alright guys, we are back. 
Yeah, it just takes a little while um, to post sometimes. I don't know why. But yes, we're exploring and reflecting a little bit about this past year. And, you know, looking at it from my wife's perspective. And yeah, it's been it's been really insightful. You know, some of the challenges, some of the breakthrough points. And now, you know, kind of getting getting more and more traction as as you practice your craft and you get better at it so you know just to kind of wrap this episode up like you know i love to to hear from you babers if you can give us um just a few pieces of advice for people that might be just starting to you know work on click funnels or just starting to build their own business you know whether it's an email list whether it's shopify you know ecom or whether they're maybe running an agency maybe they're doing client work like what would you what would you give them you know um from some of the lessons and some of the things you know if you had to um you know to kind of pass it along and using click funnels using click funnels and this past year you know kind of how you felt Tipperuskis. Tipperuskis. Well, as I said, kind of going back to the different things that I've said thus far, you need to really start, before you start building any kind of funnels, really clarify what it is you're doing, mm-hmm. why you're doing it, and if that is really what you want to do. And something that we really failed in doing in the past was not thinking long term and that was really what caused us to get to points where we were like you know what i really don't really know if this is what i want to be doing i don't know if this is what i want to be selling i don't know if this is the customer or the client i want to be serving yeah. so i'd say before you even go into building anything like we did it's again really clarify who you are what really is the message that you have like what niche are you in what client are you super passionate about serving and what's special about you or different that you can their advantage right that someone else necessarily can't give them and that can be a difficult answer difficult question to answer but something also to know is that regardless like you are unique and regardless if someone else is teaching you know, within the same niche, whether there's millions of people teaching within the same niche, you have a unique advantage because you're you and no one else can teach or distribute information or inspire in the exact same way that you can. So, and that was something I also struggled with believing about myself. It's like, what's different about me? Like, what's so great, you know? But it's like, people resonate with different people. Someone's gonna resonate with you and other people aren't. And that's okay, right? Someone doesn't resonate, they have someone else, but someone is going to listen to your voice but that's why what you're saying needs to be really authentic and true to you. So really find that message, pick a niche that you're really passionate about serving, that you're gonna love researching and writing about to them, making video content, making podcasts about, and plan for the long term, right? Plan on building an email list, plan on getting them on an email list so you can nurture them for free, so you don't have to keep advertising to them on paid advertising like Facebook. Get them on a building list. a list of right. or you know slash an audience. It's it's an actual currency, you know, today's day and age. So make sure you take note of right. that. Build a list of people who are equally crazy passionate about what you are or who are looking to you for guidance. 
become their guide and just email them every single week, giving them value about whatever it is you need to tell them, whatever your message is, however you're going to serve them. And of course, that's also where you're going to be selling to them. So you don't need to advertise, you need to pay to advertise. But in that context, it also feels more authentic because it is. You're not just selling to them now. It's like I'm giving you free value, podcasts, videos, you know, blogs. And I'm also going to be like, hey, this product might be helpful to you. It was to me too, you know? So get that clarity and then you start building long-term funnels that are going to work for you for months, if not years to come. Long term. Long term. Love it. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you like it. Make sure you you give it a little clap or comment or I don't even know how it works, but make sure you love it so we know that you guys are listening. Take it easy and we'll catch you soon. Take care, guys.